And just like that, the clock takes noon on a Thursday. And my friends, welcome to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM as we are live downtown Jackson today in the McKibben Media Group downtown studios in the Midtown Building, also the home of the Jackson Chamber of Commerce. We're here broadcasting live today via the Lead Bunker Studio here in downtown. Uh, studio there, also sponsored here, also sponsored by Art Main, Trips Auto Shop and Collision Center, and County National Bank. But for our purposes, the Lead Bunker Studio. Thank you, everybody, for being a part of it. And The Daily, brought to you by our friends at Knudsen's, your outdoor convenience store, Kettlebell Hotspot, where your functional fitness begins. Brought to you by Bud Bud Light McUltra. And we're also brought to you by Tri-County Water. Ah, that's... Good water. Yeah, we are hydrated today by uh, Tri-County Water via the reverse osmosis method. Well, we've got a bit. We've got we've got a bit to cover here today. <laughs> we have a little bit later on Ed Mitchell joining us from Ellis Sharp Golf, and uh, we're going to talk about his final winter seminar <laughs> coming up this weekend. Uh, a little bit later on, Jacob Tuttle, that's solid, joining us. We'll be talking a little MSU. He doesn't know it yet, but we're also going to be talking a little college football. So we've got that on the way. But before we get to any of that, before we get to any of that, yeah, we got to take care of business. Power cow business. So let's go to the Power Tower live. From the 59th floor of the Power Tower with head of hockey operations, Brian Bolo, Bowling Ball. Brian, what's up? Hey, Mark. How's it going today? So far, so good. How are things in, uh, how are things in Power Cow Nation? Um, interesting. Wait, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, that's, 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 that's a good way to describe it, is interesting. We'll put, we'll, we'll, we'll chalk that up as interesting. Um, Uncharted territories. Let's well, really. Well, let's, well, for, all right, for the pun of it, let's say uncharted. Uncharted. Passes. All right. Well, you know we are uh, used to nothing short of excellence here when it comes to the uh, the power cows, and I know they were on the ice last night. Of course, I was there, but we approach this segment as if I know nothing, right? As if Which you know nothing. It's yeah. A, yeah, it's. It, I know you it's, were there. It's. I was. Of course, I was there. I was there. Were, were you sitting on the right or the left side of the stands? Can't remember. Uh, Wait a minute. There's only I was sitting on the far side. You know, you come in the door and you walk around the right side of the ring, and you know the, where the the seats are yellow. And I was up at the back of those where I always am, incognito. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, they must have just mm. painted those seats yellow. I've never seen yellow seats oh. Optimus before. I think I'm colorblind, so I could be. They could be yellow. No, seriously, I am. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <I've been right>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, 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 since we're short, nothing short of excellency, I, I tell you, I approach this like I know nothing. Let's talk about well, what I do know is that we are used to winning. So let's talk about the power cow win from last night. Well, like I just said a minute ago, um, it's interesting when you asked me how things yeah. are going. I said interesting. Yeah. I said uncharted uh-huh. territory and then right. I the pun that you just completely skipped over when I said uncharted pastures. Ah, um, I like it. I see what you did there now. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, unfortunately, we're not talking about a win. So we 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 we, we tied. We didn't. We didn't even get to guess our sister last night. Oh, 
No. <laughs> no. We didn't even tie. We just, we lost. Oh man, we're not Ali, used to did this. We lose. Yeah. It yeah. was a pretty. I want to say scoreboard wise, bad loss. Oh no. Um, when it came to the actual game, uh huh. Not a the score. We ended up losing five two, but. Yeah. The, the gameplay did not reflect the scoreboard. We just we came out flat at the beginning of each period, and then we'd get going, mm. and we'd dominate the game. We just couldn't. We could not bury a puck last night. That that was the problem. You dominated the game but couldn't bury a puck. Dominated, we just right. couldn't bury. I like and it. Then okay. We would... We'd make a couple mistakes, and boom, they're flying the other way on an odd man rush, and we're leaving the muffin man out to dry. So, you know, we got some stale muffins out there from last night that we can crumble up and give them birds, that's for sure. So dominating the the game but not winning, so it was a moral victory? I I don't even know how to explain it. It was one of those just weird ones where, like, we'd be playing, we'd be playing, we'd we'd have pressure on them for two, three minutes straight. And then we'd make one little slip up, and boom, they're going the other way. So, uh, no, nah, I don't want to use the term moral victory. It's nice to at least see that, okay, we had the pressure on them, and we know we can play with those guys. Yeah. We feel like we can beat that team because we have this year. Yeah. Um, but we just didn't play play good in the beginning of each period. So If we had to put – if we had – because I know you don't know this for sure, so I'm going to ask you to guess. Because uh, the power cows – one of the more seasoned and experienced teams in uh, this major hockey league. What, what what would be the disparity, average disparity in age between the cows and the team you guys played last night? I'd probably say ten years. Uh, oh, that's kind of a big difference in hockey. Yeah, and yeah. even when we got out there um, to start the game, uh-huh. I, mean, I think this kind of threw us off right out of uh, right out of the gate. Yeah, we got out there. Mm-hmm. I had like seven guys, and I'm getting up to the face-off circle, and talking to one guy. I said, "This is all you guys got to me." He goes, "Oh, we got a couple more coming." I said, "Well, you know, hey, you guys are also like ten years younger than us, and you know, I give him credit. He threw it right, threw it, threw it back at me. He goes, yeah, father, father, times on our side." And I was just kind of taken off guard that somebody <laughs> said that to me. <laughs> yeah, and. But they also they didn't even have their goalie to start the game, so they're skating with six guys to start the game. It was six on five. Oh wow! It was it was interesting. I never ran into that before, so we were kind of just like, you know, we wanted to push, 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 and try to get an empty net goal. And they were dropping a guy back, but then when they'd get the puck, they were just rushing, and so they they'd have that extra guy that you wouldn't have to cover, right? Or you couldn't cover, so. They ended up scoring one right off the bat and got up uh, one nothing. Then they scored another one right away. Um, Wait a minute! They got two two nil up on you guys without a goalie. Uh, no, they got up one nothing on oh. us without a goalie. Okay, one real, no- real quick. Yeah, okay, goalie goalie hit the ice. Um, <clears throat> which you know you could say, oh, that's pathetic. But at the same time, I mean. If it's the third period, somebody pulls their goalie and they get a get yeah. an empty netter. You know, it's just it was right. weird. It's almost like uh, doing an onside kick to start the game. That really throw throws <laughs> off the other team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, All right. So they get up one nothing. Then uh, they come down and right. 
you know, almost just a highlight play. The Muffin Man, Doug Harriskevich, he's got a one-on-one with a guy, and Doug uh-huh. goes to slide over, and um, guy's got to beat top shelf, and Doug tries to kick his legs off and look like Dominic Hoshik from um, wow. late 90s, early 2000s. Right. That was a, that's a throwback. All right. I'm pretty sure it was intentional. At uh-huh. first, it looked like he may have fallen. Uh-huh. Um. I'm not going to say what Doug actually said. We're going to go look at the replay footage to determine if he fell or was trying to make the highlight real. But I'm going to I'm going to back my goalie on this, and he was going for the highlight real play. Okay. Um. So they get up two nothing. Yeah. <coughs> we score a goal. Uh huh. One. Two one. Then they score one. Makes three one. Three. Okay. We score another one. It's three two. Three two. And still then, in it. And this is like the second period. Yeah. We're getting pressure on and pressure on and pressure on, and we, we can't score. And that's when it turned into we'd control the puck, control the puck, control the wow. puck. We'd make one little mistake, and boom, they're off the other way. Wow. Yeah, you can't, you know, at this level, you can't can't make mistakes. That team's got some speed, too. Yeah. So, like, you can't really make any mistakes. Yeah. All right. So, so final tally then was what? 5 2, you said? 5 2, correct. Are we. I'm, I'm assuming we have stats from last night. Let's let's not many, not many. I mean, it's only two goals, so we've got uh, two goals to talk about and two assists. So, yep. All right. So, all right. going to the stats, um, we did have one right off. Well, not right off the bat, but uh-huh. <coughs> sorry. Uh, wow. Yeah, we're you know we're on the air, so there's. No, I know. I, yeah. You know, I was sick all last weekend, which was unfortunate because it was my birthday. But um, anyways, Tre- Trevor Markovich, he had a goal last night. All right, Trevor. Uh, he had our first one mm-hmm. out of the gate. Well, assisted by Mr. Connor Gerard. Of course. And then, right. uh, then uh, Mr. Tree, who did make his appearance last right. night. Yeah, glad we have some stuff from Tree. Okay. He, he buried one. Uh-huh. Um, and so that was our second goal of the night. I had the assist on it, which okay. was a lackluster assist, but by technicalities, I get it. You so, know, we don't have your name I'll on the stat it. sheet enough, so we'll take it. Yeah, I yeah, gotta take it. Yeah. Um, I overall, like I said, we I, we're all over them. Uh huh. At times, it's just we make a couple right. mistakes. So well, well, all right. So you got it. You got uh, you got the two goals. Got the two assists. Are we handing out a hard hat award? You know, I had said that we weren't going to, and then um, <clears throat> Mr. Griswold he brought it up that we we were leaving Doug out to dry last night, so we're we're going to give the Muffin Man to okay. or the hard hat to the Muffin Man. Okay, all right, limited limiting the damage from last night. Yeah. Um, so steaming cow pie award. Pending that replay of the Muffin Man, it could go to him. <laughs> Very, I don't think that's ever happened, where someone's gotten the hard hat and the uh, uh, the steaming cow pie award at the same for the oh, same game. Oh, it's, it's, it's happened. I'm pretty sure I've done it. Oh man! If anybody, if anybody could do something like that, it's me. <laughs> um, wow! You know, we're, we're giving out mm-hmm. a team uh, steaming cow pie. Team steaming cow pie. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it was to the just, team. We all made our mistakes last night. Yeah. Um, so no one bad play stood out. Right. So team team uh, Cal Pie. 
right. Team of Cal Fire Award. All right. All right. So, wow. I, I, I know the schedule's kind of screwy um, because of, of bye weeks and whatnot that are thrown in there. So do we have hockey this weekend? Do we have hockey on Wednesday? What's, what's the schedule moving forward for the, the mighty power cows? So the mighty cows, which we're looking more like calves right now, um, we do play this weekend. We played 11-15 against the uh, Biosteel Grimes Plumbing Electrolytes. Okay. So, so Sunday contest it is, 11-15. You know, uh, a lot of the uh, power cows had the brown bottle flu last time around, but you got yeah. the win. So I've been one of them. I might have, you know, I'm... I'm I know we always talk about a jinx-free zone here in our, our two different studios, but you, it it might be a winning formula. I don't think so. Mike. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. It worked last time. You know, when I sit down to watch a Lions game or a U of M game, I always wear the same short shirt and have the same snacks. I'm just wondering if, you know, if some of that might uh, lend itself to uh, power cow success. I'm not going to do that this time. I can tell you that. That was not fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. It's not very fun to skate back and forth hungover. It's pretty brutal. <laughs> I'm just saying, you just, it was a win lie. last time. I'm not saying I'm just saying. I'm not saying I'm just saying. Just throwing that out there. All right. So do we have a contest on Wednesday then or just Sunday? No, we got a contest on Wednesday too. Oh, wow. Um, a lot of action yeah, for the Power so Cows. We got three games in a week. Yeah. Hopefully our uh, midseason conditioning is going to be right there. Well, no, I guess we're getting towards the end of the season now. I think about it. We yeah. have three weeks left on playoffs, supposedly. Right. Um, so, yeah, next Wednesday we'll be taking on the uh, Pataki orthodontists, the okay. molars. The molars. Not, not, not the feet doctor. Not the feet doctor. Not the corns. The molars. All right. Yeah, not the corns. Not the bunions. <laughs> the molars. All right, man. Well, wow. we uh, we will look forward to the uh, the update slash preview on Wednesday, and then uh, we'll get the uh, the update on Thursday. So that'll be uh, that'll be a busy week next week for the cows. It will be. All right, man. All righty. With all that said, thanks for your time today, and uh, well, you know we're still with Power Cow Nation. Oh wait, how'd uh, how'd our how'd our friends at um, the Rebels do? Did were you, you know, did you I there? Did you see them? Didn't get a final from them. Oh, so. Okay. They were when I was walking out. They were down two to one. They had actually just gotten scored on as I was walking out, which was a a funny little moment. Oh, they're fine. They're fine, young athletes. I'm sure they pulled out the win. It was just funny the way it happened because as I was walking out, um, they played. I believe they played Pataki last night. The Ah, Molars, not the doctor, and. <laughs> the molars had scored, and I was walking out. My former former power uh, teammate, Mister Evan Crandall. Yeah, um, how is Evan doing? Is he doing well? I haven't talked to him in a while. Great. Good. Oh, well. it's good to hear. Awesome. Right. He had, uh, he turned around after they had scored, and I was standing right there, walking by the glass, and it was it might uh. have been a muffin. <laughs> he kind of looked at me, and I looked at him just with that look of ooh, <laughs> <laughs> ooh, <laughs> that just happened. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, we got to roll. But uh, good luck this Sunday, man. We'll see you. Thank you. You're listening to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM live from the Lead Bunker Studio 
Ed Mitchell in the studio with us. We're going to be talking golf in just a few on The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports, 101.9 FM. Welcome back to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports, 101.9 FM. As we are live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range, brought to you by Knudsen's, your outdoor convenience store, brought to you by Kettle Bell Hotspot, where your functional fitness begins, Bud, Bud Light, McUltra, and Tri-County Water. Ah, that's good water. Ed Mitchell joining us in the studio. Ed, I, I gave you a promotion. Uh, maybe uh, maybe uh, Eric will at, uh, Eric Tarion at Ella Sharp will uh, take that under advisement. You think? Well, I'm, sure, I'm sure he will. <laughs> <laughs> so I said you were from Ella Sharp, but you're independent. You are a, uh, a PGA golf professional, and you are a member of the Jackson Golf Hall of Fame. You do not draw a paycheck from Ella Sharp Park. That is correct. Okay. Yeah, but, they're 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 very kind to let me hold these seminars <laughs> out there, and uh, uh, you know this was uh, an idea that Eric and I came up with uh, uh-huh. early in the fall, and and this worked out great. This will be our third one coming up on Saturday. That's right, number three in a series of three. So you're kind of wrapping up the uh, the winter season, the winter series, and the we winter have the series. Spring series. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, tell us about this uh, this last one. What can people expect? When is it? And all that stuff. Well, this Saturday uh-huh. from 1 to 3 at Ella Sharp Park in the simulators uh-huh. at the clubhouse, uh, we're going to be talking about do you really get an extra 10 yards with these $600 drivers that you get suckered into buying? And uh, we're going to show you why you um, can get more yardies with even your existing club if you do certain things with a driver as well as with your golf swing. Oh, all right. Does the size of the head, the club, on that really expensive brand. Does that make a difference? That just increases the sweet spot size of it, though, doesn't it? Well, yeah, the the larger heads, uh, the largest head you can have today is a 460 uh. centimeters uh, uh, that, that the USJ put a limit to it a number uh-huh. of years ago. And uh, you, you typically find 450 or to 460 is the size of the head. They're not any bigger or, or, or any smaller. Okay. Uh, but what they have done is they've moved the weight around in the head with the different carbon composite and the t- titanium chassis that they have. And as a result, you have a much larger uh, sweet spot, as they say, okay. uh, for off for off center hits. But the but what we try to teach people is to how to hit it on center. Yeah, that that's um, that's my biggest problem. If I I could probably hit it on center if I had a bigger ball. But no, <laughs> and, and Lynx used to make a bigger ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, are the newer clubs? If, are they giving you an extra ten yards, or is it uh, all based on user? Uh, the user of the club. Well, if we go back for the last 10 or 15 years when the manufacturers have made these claims about mm. you'll get another 10 yards or 8 yards, whatever it is, mm. uh, we'd be driving these par 5, 600-yard par 5 holes, you know. Mm. So so the answer is no, you're really not getting 10 more yards. But what the manufacturers do is they'll compare their current club, their new club, okay. to last year's club, and they'll make design changes, improvements to it, and you may get four, five, ten more yards in a comparison, but it, but every situation is different. Every individual golfer is different. So uh, there's two things that happen when you hit the golf ball far. You have a lot of club head speed, and you hit it on the center of the face, and yeah. that'll hit it far. And so if you mishit it, it's not going 10 yards farther. And so what we're going to do in this seminar is show it's, people. It's going another 20 yards right is what it's doing, right? <laughs> that's correct. That's correct. 
So what we're going to show people in this seminar is uh, if you make a correct swing mm-hmm. and if you do get it in the center of the club face and with all the different specifications of the driver, uh-huh. me- meaning loft and lie and length and head uh-huh. weight, swing weight, and all those variables, uh, you can develop uh, an additional 10 more yards from what you're currently hitting it if you're making all the right proper swing moves. Okay. When we were at Ron Berman's golf sale, and thanks for stopping by our booth and saying hi, we were talking with the president of the PGA. He was talking about the dimples on the balls and the golf balls changing. Is that going to change how many yards we hit the ball? Uh, Well, hopefully uh, the manufacturer uh, wants Mm -hmm. it to change that because Mm -hmm. what's happening is the USGA is going to come out with a uh, limit on how far the golf ball can travel. And they're doing that by uh, their testing methods to uh, actually make the ball go shorter. Uh, so the manufacturers are already designing a different dimple pattern so that the ball aerodynamically will fly further. So it's always <laughs> a you know, catch-me-if-you-can right. uh, situation. And so the manufacturers are already there. And, and yeah, the, the new Callaway Chrome Tour Ball, uh, they've got a new dimple pattern and um, it, it may give you another two five two or five more yards who knows all right so we have other specifics again forgive my ignorance other specifics on the dimples and and uh, or do, do manufacturers kind of uh, make them differently per whichever ball well, the the big the big the technology change on uh-huh. balls right now has to do with the edges of the dimple, and and by that what I'm talking about is when you hit the ball, you have what's referred to as lift and drag aerodynamically in the air. Uh-huh. And so by changing the edges of the dimples, uh, they're going to get uh, additional lift, and that'll keep the ball airborne longer. All right, very interesting. Okay. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's an interesting time in golf. And, uh, yeah. And, of course, with the weather that we're currently having, uh, uh, golfers are out on the golf course last month and again this month, and hopefully we'll be getting the season started early in March. It's like you're reading my mind. I was going to ask you about that. I mean, I haven't been on the course yet. Uh, I, I was hoping for, honestly, I was hoping for a little more ice so I could do some ice fishing, some more ice fishing this year. That didn't happen. But, uh, yeah, people are taking advantage of this uh, La Nina weather and are getting out on the courses right now. Well, that's correct, and uh, it's actually just extra mm-hmm. um, um, time that mm-hmm. they're getting in because the conditions are still not there. You know, the golf courses, the grasses are not growing. Uh, right. The golf course is a little wet. Uh, the, the, the golf ball is not going to fly as far because the air is not as warm. And so you're just out uh, exercising and, okay. and just chomping at the bit, waiting for the good weather. So we got to wait till April, you know, early May, uh, before we uh, really get into the full swing of the golf season i like the pun too i like the pun too all right but some courses dry out a little bit better than others and that's that's important because not all courses are open some don't dry out as well so there's there's some that uh have a little more traffic than others right now what you mentioned the air not being warm enough for you ed mitchell what's a good what's a good air temperature for a good ball flight well, that's like somebody made the statement that they shoot 72 all the time. Uh-huh. In other words, if it's not 72 degrees, they don't go out and shoot. <laughs> all right, so that's it for you then, 72? Well, I like it warmer, yes. Yeah, okay. I'm, yeah, I, I don't blame you. All right, so we've got the, that one coming up um, this weekend, February 24th. That's going to be 1 to 3 at Ellis Sharp at the simulator. Right. We've got another one coming up. Tell us about what's happening in March. 
Yeah, well, well, we start our spring series in March. We'll have mm. two of them in March and one in April. And the first one in uh, in March is uh, what we call what uh, what launch monitor data says about your swing. In other words, a lot of people get tested uh, for clubs and get fitted using launch monitors, but they really don't understand what all those data points reference to their yeah. golf swing. So what we're going to do in that seminar is identify key data points from the launch monitor, and we're going to show you people what a good golf swing looks like in order to achieve those good data points on the launch monitor. All right. Very cool. If someone wants to, do they need to register for the seminars? Can they just show up? What do you, what's your preference here, Ed? Well, we would like them to contact us. Let us know. They can uh, contact me by emailing Ed Mitchell at PGA.com, or you can call me or text me at 517-917-6220. Are people bringing their clubs to the one this weekend? Just their driver. Just their drive. Well, okay. That's and, what. And, and, uh, Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> I don't want people to show up driving, bringing their putters. We don't need that. Right. Just well, your drivers. What we're going to do is we're going to measure six different specifications on their driver to show them what performance uh, uh, values they have in length and swing weight and total weight uh-huh. and, and uh, frequency of the shaft, those kinds of things that are important to, to delivering the golf ball. All right, very good. Ed, as always, it's a pleasure. I learn something every time you're in, Ed. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you having me in, and we got to get on the golf course together sometime. All right, looking forward to it. I'll drive, though. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're listening to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM. We are live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. Jacob Tuttle scheduled to join us with That's Solid on the way on The Daily, Fox Sports 101.9 FM. And... Welcome back to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM. Live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. And we're brought to you by Knudsen's, your outdoor convenience store, kettlebell hot spot. And we're also brought to you by Knudsen's, your out, uh, wait, Knudsen's, kettlebell hot, Bud, Bud Light, McUltra, and Tri-County Water. Ah, that's good water. So uh, we will be connecting with Jacob Tuttle here in just a little bit. But between now and then, let's check in with high school action uh, in and around the greater Jackson area from yesterday. What we have here? Let's start off boys basketball in the Big A. Nothing on the schedule from yesterday, but Union City at Concord today. That's at 7 o'clock, Springport is going to be at Quincy today. That contest scheduled for 7 p.m. Homer at Reading at 7. Bronson at Vermontville, Maple Valley. That'll be uh, tonight at 7 o'clock. So that's it, boys basketball from the Big 8. Cascades, boys basketball. Not a whole lot from last night, but tonight, Clinton will be at Columbia Central, a uh, former LCAA matchup there. Hillsdale at East Lansing, 7 o'clock. Madison will be at Jonesville. That's going to be at 7 o'clock. Lansing Christian at Leslie at 7. And Homer will be at Reading at 7 o'clock from the Cascades. All tip times there, like I said, 7 o'clock. Catholic High School League. Uh, Wow, there's a lot scheduled in the Catholic High School League, of course. Their conference already uh, set set from... Last week with the playoff, girls currently in their playoff bid. But uh, from the guy side of things, 
There's a lot of action in the Catholic High School League. So yesterday, River Rouge defeated Detroit Loyola 75-51. Detroit cast Tech 70 at Riverview. Gabriel Richard 63. Royal Oak Shrine Catholic 43 versus Waterford. Our Lady of the Lakes 34. And today you've got Dearborn Divine Child at Allen Park at 7. Ann Arbor Father Gabriel Richard at Ann Arbor Skyline at 7. Lumen at Dansville at 7. Uh, Carlton Everest Collegiate at Detroit Country Day at 7. Frazier at Macomb Lutheran North, 7. Marine City at Marine City Cardinal Mooney at 7. Crossroads, that's all right, so that's the, uh, that's the Catholic High School League. Crossroads Athletic Conference. You've got Jackson Christian at Battle Creek Academy. That's at 4.30 today. On to the I-8. We've got Harper Creek in a makeup at Battle Creek Central, 70-50. And Penfield defeating Plainwell, 58-46. On to the white, SEC white. Adrian defeating Ypsilanti Community, 70-41. And today you've got Ypsilanti Community at Garden City at 7. And Tecumseh at Hudson at 7 o'clock. That's a weird matchup, Tecumseh at Hudson. SCAA, the East. Jackson Christian at Battle Creek Academy, 4.30. North Adams, Jerome at Camden Frontier at 7.30. Pittsburgh at Litchfield at 7. And Hillsdale Academies at Waldron at 7.30. That's boys basketball. Let's pivot over to girls basketball. We'll start here in the Big A where Bronson got a win. Must win, must win situation for Bronson right now. They got that win over Sturgis, 46-26. Concord defeating Hillsdale Academy, 67-38. Today in the Big Eight, Battle Creek, Calhoun Christian at Vermontville Maple Valley. That time there is 6 o'clock for their tip. And in the white, in the SEC white, Adrian, 41 at Ypsilanti Community uh, 34. And then today in the white, you've got uh, Jackson at Temperance, Bedford at 630. So really a very small smattering of girls' high school contests. I mean, nothing from the Cascades, nothing from the Catholic High School League, nothing from the, well, we don't really, uh, Jackson Prep doesn't have a girls' team, so we we haven't really had anything from the crossroads for girls' basketball all season long. Nothing from the I-8 and nothing from the SCAA East. Maybe that'll change a little bit. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Hey, while we're here, let's uh, let's just take a quick second. And bear with me as we have producers working on it right now. But let's just, while we're here, see if we can't check in with Jackson College because the men and women we're on the uh, the road last night. You know what? I tell you what. Instead of just me clunking around, let's step aside. We'll check in with Jacob Tuttle. Well, when we come back, we'll check in with Jackson College. We'll also check in with uh, the Big Ten and a few other things. We still got a lot to cover. You're listening to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM, live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. 
Yeah, welcome back to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM. Live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. Brought to you by Knutson's, your outdoor convenience store. Kettlebell Hotspot, where your functional fitness begins. And brought to you by my buds, Bud, Bud Light, Mick Ultra. Last night, the Jackson College women got the win at Mott Community College. 52, I'm sorry, 62 to 54, the final there. That puts the women 20 and 4 overall. They are 8 and 2 in conference play. Men, on the other hand, desperately needing a win. They're a little shorthanded right now. They got the loss. 79 76. Another close one for the men at Mott. Uh, so they are now 11 and 15 overall, 3 and 9 in conference play. Jackson College Jet Basketball. Let's go to our sports line. I'm assuming setting up his booth right now for the home show this weekend at the American One Event Center. We've got Jacob Tuttle, Tuttle Concrete with that solid. What's up, Jacob? Hey, Mark. Now we, you know what? We've been so busy with, uh, you know, trying to get some concrete work done that, uh, the setting up for the home show is actually on the agenda for this evening. Oh, all right. Well, so you, you know, know, we're just uh, this nice weather. We're able to get some stuff done. We're out here setting up a pole barn to get it poured tomorrow. And, uh, um, but yeah, we're staying busy. When you're the owner operator, sometimes sleep is short at hand. Right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Sure. So who's on balloon duty? Is that you or is that uh, any one of the Tuttle kids get to blow no, up the balloons? That's good. You know what? My <laughs> wife, Amanda, every year, she she's the one that does the balloon towers, and that's kind of her thing. Okay. She's, she, she's she's like the decorating and stuff. She just does that kind of thing. She, she loves it. She likes doing it. But she also likes when I give her the credit. So Ah, well, so you get to uh, to see all that hard work. At the booth tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday at the uh, at the home show. So stop on in and see Jacob and his uh, and his crew. All right. Yeah. Hey, let's uh, let's talk a little basketball. It just seems like I said this earlier with, in the week with uh, MSU basketball. They take a couple steps forward and then they take a giant step backwards. Um, they're yeah. still in a better spot than they were earlier in the season uh, as far as their their Big Ten Big Ten rank, but. I did not see that loss at Iowa coming. I thought State was hitting their stride, and we were starting to see that uh, that Tom Izzo basketball in the last part of the season. Yeah, I I was honestly surprised. Um, it didn't take long to see that it might be a long night, though, when you're watching that game, you know, and um, it, it was one of those things where I'm sitting here like, oh, man, this could be a long night if we don't get our stuff together yeah. because – it's you know it, the way we played against Michigan and Michigan honestly played one of the best games they played all year. Um, you know we go to their house. They've got uh, um, you know it's obviously that rivalry game and it looked like a rivalry game until the last few minutes. Yeah. And so Michigan comes out, plays us hard. You know we go out of there, we end up coming out with a ten point victory, but it was a hard fought game. But we had to also play some good basketball, so it looked like a really good performance, you know. And then all of a sudden, Iowa comes in, and we just look like a completely different team. And so it, it's just a it's a head scratcher. I hope it was just an off night. I hope it was just uh, 
you know, maybe the guys just uh, got a little overconfident, didn't feel, you know, maybe they weren't prepared enough, you know, whatever the deal was. Um, so, and, and Tom Izzo actually talked about that in his, uh, um, the Tom Izzo show I was listening to on the radio. He's just talking about, you know, at this point in the season, rest is going to be huge. Um, going back, watching film, making adjustments after that. So, I think that that's what needs to happen. And we're getting a couple, you know, an extra day of rest um, before our next game coming up here, too. So that will help. Yeah. Well, you got, you you have Ohio State coming up on Sunday, which, let's be honest, that's probably going to be a kind of a rest game because Ohio State is bad this year. Right. Uh, I mean, I shouldn't say that. I, I guess I really shouldn't say that because it is the Big Ten and any one team can have a good night no matter what. So you, yeah. don't, you don't want to take it lightly, but at the same time, Ohio State's bad this year. And yeah. then you got a week off. Then you don't pay, play Purdue until Saturday the 2nd. And that's going to be a big one for State. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be huge. That's going to be, you know, having that time to prep is going to be huge. I hope that we can take advantage of it. Um, you know, obviously Ohio State's at the bottom, but you know, that's like you said, you don't, you don't want to sleep on these teams. Um, because what's going to happen is you're going to go out there, you're going to get beat again. So, um, you know, we'll look forward to that game, but I think we need to go out, get our confidence back, come out with a big win in that game. And then, yeah, Purdue's obviously the big one of the year, but you know, and you and I already talked about this, you know, trying to get into that top four spot. Uh-huh. Um, you got Northwestern and you got Nebraska um, and you got Michigan State all right there. And so these last few games of the season are going to be super important as far as trying to get in the top four for the Big Ten tournament and having that bye. So, um, but yes, I'm, I'm really looking forward to see how we come out against Ohio State if we look like the team that we had been looking like the past few games, and uh, and then going forward to Purdue as well. Well, I don't have a spread to report on. They haven't cut loose on that yet. Matchup predictor, 84% to 16% in favor of MSU for the contest this weekend. Now, okay. you, you mentioned Ohio State in the basement. I want to be clear. They're on the stoop. They're close to the basement. Michigan is actually in the basement when it comes to the Big Ten right now. So Ohio State is just sitting there on that bottom step, kind of hanging out with Michigan. Like they're the basement band, and Ohio State's the group you watching them play. Right. That's 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 what we got going on in the Big Ten. And right that now. might be the rivalry there, you know, the Michigan-Ohio <laughs> State rivalry. Just don't finish last. You know? that's, that's it. That's exactly what it is. Don't be the worst. Um all right, you mentioned uh, states placing right now in the Big Ten standings. So they are, you got Purdue at the top, and number two, you've got Illinois. Uh, but that's because they've got a 10 and 5 record. Wisconsin has a 10 and 6 record uh, right now. Uh, they're in third. And fourth is Northwestern with 9 and 6. And then tied at fifth is Nebraska and Michigan State at 9 and 7. So. Uh, that's a big deal when you count that Iowa loss. That knocked them down just a couple, three places right there because they were within the top five uh, all by themselves. Uh, yeah. So you got to hope for some Nebraska losses, and uh, you got to beat Northwestern. you got to beat Purdue. Uh, it's not going to be an easy way to go for MSU, but it's still possible. They're still the top half of the Big Ten. 
Um, so that is going to at least get them, if they stay right there, it's still going to get them at least a buy uh, right. in the Big Ten tournament. last thing you want to do is play day one. That's the last thing you want to do. Yes. Yep. And, I, and, you know, I'd like to say we can win three out of these next four and then jump up into the top four of the Big Ten standings, uh-huh. but... You know, it's it, that that Purdue game is is even that much more important it because is. obviously that's a big one with Purdue being ranked number three in the country, being as good as they are. But uh, but yeah, that's a, you know we have to finish strong here to put ourselves in a good spot for the tournament. And then also, you know, that's going to go you know towards uh, our, our placement in the NCAA tournament too, yeah. how we finish the season out too. So I think the last couple times I've looked. It looks like a lot of people have Michigan State as maybe a seventh seed in the NCAA tournament right now. Really? Um, wow. So that would be nice to, you know, maybe jump wow. up to a five or six seed, something like that. Um, and, you know, it just kind of de- yeah, depends. These last four games of the regular season, how we do in the Big Ten tournament, we can put ourselves in a really good position moving forward. Um but this this Michigan State basketball team, it comes down to I think the most important thing is uh, Maddie Sissoko is kind of in a slump. Luckily, we've had guys like uh, Carson Cooper and Jackson Kohler coming in and playing the big man position really well, so defensively rebounding and stuff like that. I think Maddie has to be on his game. The other thing is too Malik Hall and um, Jaden Akins and Tyson Walker. All three of those guys are very good offensive basketball players, but it seems like we can only get one of them to perform each night. And so what needs to happen is those three guys need to be on top of their game at the same time. Mm. And if we can put all those things together, I think we can go out and hang with anybody. But I think those are the keys right there. Yeah. Well, it's got to make it happen. You said three or four of the last uh, four. And, I mean, if, if we just look at the numbers, let's assume that'll be a Purdue loss. But it'll be an Ohio State win, a Northwestern win. That's probably the iffiest of the four here, um, and a, a win over Indiana, you know, winning three of the four is certainly doable, and that would realistically put them, put them a little bit higher up in the landscape for the yeah. uh, for the Big Ten. So, yeah, I think uh, you know what, twelve and eight, you know, twelve and eight puts them in a good position, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, and and I, you know, Purdue's only what twelve and three right now, so um, I think that they might have. Five games left to finish the season out. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I can't see anybody uh, knocking Purdue off. But um, as the number one seed, but honestly, you know, like you had said, you know, two through five or six is is still wide open. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I don't know if you had a chance to check it out. We're going to pivot a little bit. Let's go back to football. The um, the the committee has tweaked. Mostly because of the Pac-12 being a disaster right now, the Pac-12 being a uh, a two-team conference at the moment, they tweaked the uh, the playoff circumstances for the football tourney next year. So instead of the uh, six automatic bids and then the six at large, they went five automatic bids to the seven at large. I guess not really a surprise. But it does change the landscape a little bit, and I think it's going to make the conversations a little bit more intriguing as to who's in and who's out from some of those, well, not independents, but from some of those uh, non-big conference uh, conferences and yeah. uh, 
maybe independence like Notre Dame too, you know? Right. It, it, it kind of does enhance that conversation a little bit next year. Yeah, you know, you, you talk about, uh, you know, somebody winning a conference in the ACC, for example. They might win the conference and be a, you know, <laughs> number 12 in the country, uh-huh. but they get an automatic bid. So then you're talking about, okay, th- there's going to be a lot of debate regardless. You know, everyone say, okay, we go from 4 to 12, and that's going to fix. Well, that's not necessarily going to fix the no. problem of, you know, this team should have got in or this team shouldn't have got in. But I think you taking the top, you know, 10, 12, whatever, I think it does help us get a little bit better idea of, okay, now we feel like the best teams were still in. Um, But, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see because, you know, there could – who's to say that Mm -hmm. there's not going to be eight or ten teams from the Big Ten and the SEC that are the the best teams in the country? So – that's going to be really interesting to uh, to see how they work that out, and and but I know that uh, when it comes time, we're going to definitely be having some conversations about oh, sure. uh, who should have been number eleven, who should have been number twelve, which team you know should have been in and wasn't, and all this kind of stuff. So, but you know what? That's what makes it fun too. Well, so. think about it. Yeah, the, the, there have been those who have said it. When it goes up to to twelve teams, we're going to eliminate that conversation because all these teams are going. to Look at the basketball tournament. That's 68 teams. And we have even more conversations about who's in, who's out, bubble team this, bubble team that, who gets what seed. I mean, this is only, we're going to have maybe not as dramatic as the Florida State conversation that we had this past year, but we're definitely going to have more conversations, more debate over a larger spectrum. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun next year as a fan. Yeah, for sure. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a lot of fun. All right, Jacob. And with that said, that uh, that gets us out of time for this time. Uh, we'll be looking forward to seeing you at the home show this weekend. All right, Mark. I appreciate it. Have a good one. We'll see you. Jacob Tuttle, that's solid. Tuttle Concrete joining us here on The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM. Hey, tomorrow, man, we got a busy, busy day. A busy day tomorrow. We're going to be talking with basketball coaches from Columbia, We'll be talking with basketball coach from Western. We're going to have Tom Knutson stopping by with the Knutson's Outdoor Report and so much more. Busy day on tap on the Daily Tomorrow as we're back in the confines of McKibben Media Group World Headquarters in Summit Township. Between now and then, stay safe, and we'll see you soon.